There's a quote that says, start the walk and the way will appear. In 2018, I unknowingly started my journey into becoming unique. My journey started with choosing me and understanding that self-love and self-care are so important in the evolution of you. There is no magic blue pill to transformation. It's all about the journey. The journey of self-love, self-care, being consistent, showing up for yourself, investing in yourself. The Become a Unique Podcast is a place where you can be well and be you. Welcome. You have truly arrived to a safe space. Be prepared to grow in such a beautiful way. Let's get this show started. Hey, y'all. So I can proudly say that I am old enough to have witnessed so much change in this world. (laughs) Truly. So when I was a, a young girl or a little girl, a teenager, a woman in my 20s, there wasn't this thing called social media. When I was a little girl, teenager, there wasn't this thing called the internet. When I was a young girl, a little girl, there wasn't this thing called a cellular phone or a, a iPhone or a touchscreen phone. These things did not exist. And I can say when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, I could not even have imagined something like a touchscreen phone or social media um, or the internet. The internet started to be a conversation, but you know, still just couldn't fathom any of that. But just, you know, 20 years later, this is a part of our reality, a part of our our heartbeat of our lives in 2023. Social media, the internet, um, our telephones, this, the, the way we, you know, stream media, like all of this is literally a heartbeat in like our lives at this point. Like if we walk out the house with our cell phone, if we want to leap for work, if we want to leap for anything, we're going to turn back around and go get that cell phone. <laughs> We're not going to be like, oops, I lost my cell phone. Oh, well, I'll get it late. I'll just deal with not having it today. Mm-mm. It's literally like a, a, a lifeline, like a heartbeat. So along with all of these new inventions that has come to part within my lifetime, to come that has been able to come to reality, fruition from someone's vision, <laughs> along with that, I can say in 2023, I am a podcaster, I am an author, and and I don't think this would have been possible in the era when I was a child. If I was the same person that I am today, at my age in 1986, 1992, Would I have been a podcaster? Would I have been an author? I'm not sure about that. 
life was different at that time. You know, we didn't have access to the World Wide Web and the social media and internet and all of these, you know, all of these jewels that we have access to now. In the old, old days, <laughs> just about 20, 30 years ago, we literally had to, you know, wait for someone else to say we were worthy enough to be an author. <laughs> we had to get a, you know, a publisher or something and say, okay, you know, you can now be an author. And yes, I know there were probably plenty of self-published books out there as well on the market. But to those people that had self-published book, you know, they didn't have access to what we have access to now. They didn't have access to the internet with any question you have in your mind, you can just Google search it. In the old days when people were self-publishing, like they literally had to probably go to the library. They needed to know somebody. You know, they had to search harder and seek harder to get the answers to what they were seeking. When now we are literally a Google search away from almost any answer that we want in this world. So we are kind of living in some amazing times where, you know, we really have access to so much at our fingertips. We truly, truly do. So, yeah. So I'm so proud to be able to be in the, the era and time that we are in where I was able to have this thought in my mind, this thought of becoming a podcaster and there was no limitations. If there was a limitation for me becoming a podcast, the only limitation would have been me. So it was up to me to put my foot out there and say, let me go and become a podcaster. And through Google searches and YouTube, I was able to find the information and go ahead and make it happen. And the same thing with this book that I have written, same thing. Any question I need to get answers to, I went ahead and did a Google search on it. Watched the YouTube video on it. And I, because I have access to all of this stuff as well. So just as I have access to all of this, there are plentiful of us out here that are out here doing our thing. Like in, like in the old days, like we didn't really necessarily have access to do things like we're doing now. And people are taking advantage of it. There are a lot more authors out there, self-published authors like me doing their thing. There's a lot of podcasters out there. There's a lot of influencers out there. There's a lot of, you know, comedians, actresses, and so on doing their thing without waiting for someone someone else to give them the approval without waiting for a casting agent saying you're fit for the job. People are making their own skits, making their own movies, doing their own YouTube channels and putting themselves out there, putting themselves out there. They're not waiting for someone else to say, oh, I accept you and now you can go ahead and get your dreams desire, but on my terms. And that's the other thing about it. We get to like put this stuff out here on our terms. Becoming unique is on my terms. Like this is so amazing. So freaking amazing. And it's not unique to me. You know, all of us have the opportunity to truly go out there and, you know, and, and do what the heck we want to do about now.
So now that all of us are going out here and doing our thing and, and so on and so on, you know, now we want to get discovered. How do we get discovered? So that's what today's conversation is about. It's about getting discovered. Okay, now you start your YouTube channel, you start your podcast, you're out here on Instagram or doing whatever you're doing. You're putting your voice out there. You're putting your hard work out there. And now, now what? You want people to see your beautiful art. You want people to hear or read or touch your beautiful art. What do we do now? So I I know that I'm not the only one out here (laughs) doing my thing, you know? So I was like, let's have a conversation about this. Let's have a conversation about becoming discovered. So let's get this show started. Today on the Become a Unique podcast, I have such an amazing guest by the name of Vinny. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. It's good to meet another borrower. Borrower? I don't know. What a weird way to kick this off. What's up, New York? (laughs) Yeah, another New Yorker. Yes, we're neighbors. But neighbors from different boroughs. That's it. That's it. Yes. Happy neighbors, too, here in New York, I think. I don't know if I'm supposed to bring up politics, but like, right? Like, we're happy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Yes. So um, we have an opinion about things without needing to talk about facts. That's in the New York way. (laughs) Yeah. So we just had the election as we're recording this. We just had the election, even though I know this podcast is in 2023. (laughs) Yeah. We just had the election and we had some good news. So we're happy about that. I love that. Wait. So by the time I'm listening to this, uh, I want you, I want so, hey, Vinny, speaking in the future, uh, with the change that's coming, find, way, find ways to show up and, and get outside of my ecosystem, outside of my social system, so that I can make impact in places where I don't already have reach. And if I can do that in any way through this podcast, I'm happy to. So any way I can connect with people to um, prepare us for the change that is coming our way, especially creatively. Yeah, you know, cre- because because we because the stuff that we tend to create is the stuff we sh- the, the stuff we create is the stuff we tend to share, right? That's yeah. and, and sharing often when you trace it back to the source is what leads to discoverability. Like visibility yeah. with sharing leads to discoverability, um, and those podcast episodes, the, the social media content that we make, the stories that we tell, the mm-hmm. energy that we leave yeah. in a room after we leave, these are the things that that we create. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful because I love to say on this podcast, we're intention goes energy will flow. So if we're putting intention into creating, taking yeah. the, I, taking these thoughts that pop in our minds, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that, do that. And actually starting to create, then it will start to be discoverable and, and, and get out there and build energy around it and so on. So I like that you, you said that. Yeah, I agree you with know. that. Conscious creativity. I agree. I, in fact, to be honest, uh, if you want a, the, if you want to know like my recommended cheapest, uh, most impactful, and you could also spend a lot of money, it still will be equally as impactful way to create content, to make content would be um, with the intention of how that content will be amplified so that we're not thinking after the podcast episode, well, how am I going to repurpose that episode so that I can advertise, so I can promote it, so I can amplify it on social, that we should be mindful that we know we have to advertise, amplify, aggregate, you know, weight our content out there to be heard, that we should be mindful of that during the production process. So instead of repurposing, 
our content. Let's pre-purpose it, right? Put put pre-purpose into it. Expect to Mm -hmm. promote it while you're creating it. And what that will make you do is seek ways to better promote it so that you don't just go with the way that comes to you first, so you're happy to get it out there and amplified. What that means is you might look at some themed accounts, meme accounts, some niche down accounts on different platforms, TikTok, Insta. There's lots of ways, different platforms to look at different types of businesses and different types of people that want different things. Mm-hmm. And start making those decisions one by one and building a relationship with those accounts. And instead of pitching yourself to those people as a story, pitch yourself as a source. Instead of saying, here's something I'd love for you to promote, would you be interested in sharing this? Mm-hmm. No, no one's interested in sharing something they don't know who you are. Get to know me, trust me, and here's how you trust me. This is what I've done in the past. This is what I'm doing now that I'm present and have to offer you. It's important mm-hmm. to be able to say, it's not just here's what I'm doing now and I in the future. Yeah. And then here in the and then here's my tra- here's what is coming up ahead of me. Here's what I've created a flow of energy. Here's my public speaking tours. Here's here are the conferences I'm speaking at. Here are a couple of podcast episodes that I'm going to be on. Let them know what's coming in the future so yeah. that as a verified source, right, as a validated source to that person, publisher, editor, whoever it is that is controlling mm-hmm. the output, sees you as valuable to them long term. That's pitching yourself as the source, not the story. You want, you want to know how podcasters get their quotes in press? Those people have long-term relations. I have long-term relationships with the reporters that I've pitched content to and that's how i've gotten my podcast in major mm-hmm. press because of the relationships that i have and they know what's coming up in the future not yeah, just what yeah. i have you know now and that's that's a big way that anyone yeah. can can start pitching their content start being heard mm-hmm. in a public form not just a podcast form yeah i love that pre-purpose and i like to also think in, think of it as planting seeds because you know mm-hmm. Just start planting that seed. And the day you plant the seed, you don't expect to see, you know, without the flower blossom that same day. It takes time for things to happen. But long as you planted that seed, something is going to, it's, it's bound to come out of it. And it's like, we like started this podcast off running, but you know, I love to first let everyone know who my guest is. And I would love oh, gosh. to be here. <laughs> they know, they know, they get, they pick up on the energy. This is, yes, this is I know. They, they, By they the way, feel the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do this in the nineties at, at MTV. I, mm-hmm. I got to be a small part of a giant team of talent executives that made impact in television. And from our department came the Osbournes and newlyweds and punked. Um, I left MTV and helped Bravo and A&E and CBS and NBC. I helped these networks, you know, learn how to work with real people. I come from like the real people economy. And then they started calling it the expert economy. And then it was the influencer economy. Now we're in the creator economy. Mm. And I think in the future, I think in the future, if you're an editor or a curator, I think that there's going to be a moment where we, where people realize the amount of information out there so vast and it's so good and so rich by the way but mm-hmm. i need we talked about this just a, a second ago i need a barrier i need boundaries i mm-hmm. need to be able to consume 100 of what i'm capable of seeing so that i can move on as opposed to swimming and not being able to move and paddling and not being able to stay afloat and 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 breathing and eating and, and doing everything all at the same time it's not a sustainable strategy <laughs> 
Yeah, I love how you broke it down from like, you know, real people economy to yeah. influencer economy to now it's the creative. I thought we were still in the influencer, but you're right. We are in the creative economy. And um, I like how you broke that down. And I and, and thank you for giving us, you know, a really quick um, history of you, how you've been in this industry before it became social media. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So you've kind of had, you know, a look at people before, you know, we've gotten into the space that we are now, which is the creative, the creative space. And I, you know, the internet is a blessing and a curse because of the fact that, you know, it can be addictive, addictive in a way that it doesn't allow you to create. But mm -hmm. at the same time, because you're spending hours on TikTok or whatever you're on. And it's like, did you do anything for yourself besides laugh at someone's meme? It's no, all relative. It's all yeah, relative, so, by the so, way, right? But at the same time, it's giving opportunity for all of these people out here, you know, that may not have been seen by MTV or Bravo or anybody. It's very true. That's why I'm doing it. Ten years ago. You know, 10 years ago, people have never looked at <laughs> so many people that are going viral, that's able to really authentically really come out here and be themselves or not, you know, going into an industry and not be themselves because they feel like I have to fit into this mode. To right. Be well, because it's an advertising based industry and there are, there are advertising needs. And mm -hmm. by the way, it's not it's not only and I, you really hit the nail on the head. It's not and it's not only for the people who would have not had the opportunity should because of how t television and those gates to media sort of work. Mm -hmm. It's also for the people who don't need who don't want to. Yeah. Go that direction. Like that. Now we have the choice. We mm -hmm. can decide when and how and where and with whom we get discovered with. And I think yeah. that's powerful. We no longer have to, you know, uh, in the late '90s, go on some weird ensemble reality show so I can get a presence seen, so I can show TV network executives that I'm uh, capable of showing up and generating interesting content that people talk about and share and. All those things that that I've seen masters come through reality. I've seen, I've seen real worlders become giant WrestleMania superstars. I've seen, mm -hmm. I've seen Ozzy Osbourne's wife become like the queen of media, and I've seen the ups and downs of it all mm -hmm. too. You know, respectfully, and um, I think that's why I felt called to create my own podcast and and get myself out there and, and do it with the same people that mm -hmm. I did it with twenty five years ago. Because I, because I don't want to have that job anymore. I don't want to be hired by the network, and I don't want to have to go to. In the, in the like two thousand five to two thousand seven, working in TV, this is what every day sounded was like. Emergency ratings meeting. We're losing ratings. Emergency ratings meeting. We're losing ratings. Mm. Emergency rating. Like they didn't realize just the overall downward shift of eyeballs on TV. We weren't measuring the digital side of media the same way. And when I left in 07, at MTV months after Apple put podcasts on the iPhone. And I thought to myself, there's just such a bigger, a bigger world of media. The last show that I created at MTV um, and got to be an executive producer on was a show called Man and Wife. Uh, Fat Man Scoop and his wife, mm -hmm. his then wife, Shonda, created uh, a show. You know, because back then in 05, 06, to be in podcasting, you needed to have access to a professional mic in yeah. the studio. So a lot of a lot of People, DJs, people in music, certainly in television, were using mics late night. And I'll never forget, we were at the station, he, he played it for me. 
he goes, you know, we're talking about sex. And I'm like, this is cool because I, I didn't, I didn't relate to Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew Pinsky and Loveline in, in the 90s. I didn't relate to how they talked about sex and I, they didn't, certainly didn't have topics that I, I, I was curious about learning mm -hmm. about, you know, on that program. And I thought, what better way to learn about sex than through a, a married couple that just doesn't mm -hmm. look like anything like you would expect this conversation. And they had a radical thoughts too, which I, and I didn't necessarily need to agree with them. Yeah. I understood where they came from. And also some of it is mind your own business, but also is like, thank you for letting me know where's my business and where's your business. My note to them was you don't need to bring your wife into this studio to do. I think this would be really cool if you actually recorded it on your bed. Like I kind of want to hear like yeah. the sheets and the, I want to, <laughs> I think this is man. And I, I don't want to hear anything, any weirdness, but like, kiss and be cute and like let me in your relationship if you're gonna make yeah. me come into it don't and we took that version into mtv and turned it into a, a reality show a late night talk show first podcast oh. to broadcast move that i did 2006 2007 so oh. now 15 years ago here i am believing in the power of me finally yes. <laughs> it took, it took me long enough <laughs> yes well that's what this era i feel like is all about beyonce said it <laughs> mm -hmm. what'd she say and um what's the song that she came out with now i can't even think of it she said quit your job and um oh yeah you can't break my soul you can't break my soul yeah so go ahead quit your job and um, i'm saying i'm i'm not saying that the correct way she said it in the song yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah basically yeah. quit your, your job and go go for your purpose you can't break my soul you can't break my soul mm -hmm. so um <laughs> because i remember after the song came out there was memes going all over the place where people were saying beyonce told me to quit my job Beyonce yeah. told me to quit my job. Oh, uh, yeah, right. She got the but, motivation, yeah. found her new foundation. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but the purpose of it was just saying, you know, move towards your soul, move towards yeah. your creative side, move towards what's calling you, you know, what, you know, create your umbrella, create your network of you, you know, just like I'm on this podcast, I'm calling it Becoming Unique because this is, you know, I'm, I'm creating my own umbrella. Because yeah, you and, are. Like, yeah. It's not, and it's not about became unique and it's not about you know it's not like because that would be no fun but this this, this acknowledgement of the journey yeah becoming unique that's exciting mm -hmm. because that's we're all always evolving As you know there's be. no we're final moving. destination the planet's yeah. moving the sun's moving everyone else is moving so if, if you're the only thing in this universe that's not moving well that being said i don't know <laughs> I, I believe in momentum also so you know sometimes sometimes there's beauty in not in, in no movement some especially mm -hmm. as a new yorker by the way, um, if I'm a New Yorker and I'm trying in New York in late '90s, I'm looking for a star. I would go to 45th and Broadway, right outside of, right outside of MTV, and just wait for two hours because that's how many people would pass by me. Mm -hmm. So in New York, I can stand still, yeah, and be present, and not have to run around trying to meet 100, 200 people because I'm in a situation where I have that flow. I've set myself up to have a funnel. Of people mm -hmm. I don't I take I don't take that for granted and I, I know that as a New Yorker that uh I mean part of it you know they want sometimes people want to just travel some I'm like mm -hmm. I think of the, those people who want us to especially around the holidays they want us to travel around the holidays I'm like what we're in New York Come, I see us. we got the tree the ring if you don't like that then don't don't go that direction 
<laughs> I, I like that you said the stillness and it's so much beauty and stillness because that's mm. when things do come because if you just think about it when we're sitting with ourselves and our thoughts that's when we start to get those downloads just from being still but if we're constantly running running to the train running to the supermarket we're thinking about what you know running to the supermarket we're not thinking about that stillness where it's allowing the unknown to come in and just yeah. like you would st stand still and you was allowing the unknown to come to you opposed to you looking for it and even as a New Yorker there has been times where I would circle the block for looking for a parking space and New Yorkers know this mm -hmm. story Mm -hmm. circling the block looking for a parking space but the mo it was never find it never the moment no. I stay still mm -hmm. a parking space <laughs> will come, come out so there is such beauty in um in understanding the value of being still like you said you stood yeah. out there and if people start to think about that in their lives, like where is the beauty in that stillness? There's so much, um, there's so much beauty behind it. Yeah, so that's that's why that's that's proof that that you don't need more visibility to get discovered, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need to be in more places to have mm -hmm. more impact. In fact, now that I'm thinking of Times Square, I'm I'm seeing all the kids out there in the, in the late '90s, early two two thousands with their CDs. They're not mm -hmm. running around Times Square trying to get anybody and every. They're stood still, yeah. They keep connecting with every passing eye. The comedians, the same mm -hmm. thing, selling tickets. They're they're not running around. You you make more coverage by standing still sometimes, and that's the that's a power that we have, a, a, a power and and an ability, I guess, that we have now that we didn't have then that allows discoverability to happen on our terms. Yeah. I have a lot more control over the pieces you see because I make them. Yeah. And that's, that's probably my number one uh, uh, reason why I think any business owner should be making content is because if you're not, someone else is going to. Yeah. And it's not in your words, it's in someone else's. And yeah, the more you put put out there, the more opportunity that, you know, <laughs> it's going to come back to as you. As long as it's shareable, as long as it's shareable, a good story will come back to you if it's shareable. You have a bad story out there, who's going to repeat it? <laughs> you got a bad <laughs> joke of your comedian who's, you know. I thought they had it like a, um, a saying like all press is good press or something to that. I think a long time ago that all publicity was good publicity. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think that that's the case anymore because I don't think that we mm -hmm. need publicity. See, publicity leads to visibility. And then mm -hmm. what happens with that visibility is I share that story. I don't need to have negative news to make the news. Yeah. I can create the news. Mm -hmm. I'm not creating yeah. a fact and I'm not creating a truth. I, mean, I can create news as an independent creator person who's mm -hmm. capable of putting something on the internet i can create a news article in fact by the way i have a podcast is my podcast mm -hmm. um and because i go back and i talk to mandy Moore and like a lot, a lot of the people i worked with on my podcast i don't get to have guests on mine so i created i have a podcast.com to be a place where i can interview you on a, in an article that's then published as a google news verified uh, resource oh, i nice. just so I'm excited to be able to offer that out of the gate. And that's something that I'm, I'm happy to, to uh, honored to get to offer that to you because that's how we're, I'm building our community. It's oh, that's beautiful. Leveraging oh. our audiences in that way. Then oh. I realized the power of publishing. So mm -hmm. I'm a Google News verified publisher. Doesn't that just sound great out of the box? Yeah. But then I realized Google ain't the only one. What about Bing? 
you know, Microsoft, mm -hmm. what Microsoft feeds the back end to Twitter and to LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So now I'm on Bing PubHub and I realize that Yahoo News also allows ingestion of podcast content. Also mm -hmm. Apple News is a, mm -hmm. allows me to now publish. So now I'm creating blog content articles, news articles that are being published on Apple News, on Google News, on Yahoo News, on Bing PubHub, on, mm -hmm. on, uh, on uh, what's it called? Flip, uh, flip. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure because I'm not really versed I'm, I'm, in I'm, different outlets. It's just so, there's just so many more outlets and they're visual yeah. outlets and they're all the outlets that are sharing. They're all sharing. It's all about discovery is share. And that's yeah. something that I'm really leaning into. I love this because you just show proof how you are constantly up leveling your game. You're not saying, saying, oh, I'm just going to do this podcast. You're like, oh, no, I'm doing Google News and I'm, do you know yeah. what? Bing, you know, it, bada bing. Have, yeah. Bada bing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you 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 kept saying, I'm gonna go to the next. So just as we said, becoming is not, not like I become became. You yeah. are constantly looking for, okay, what's next? Wait a minute, I'm here and I can keep going there and I can keep going there. And today's podcast is about being discoverable. And in 2023, I think, you know, so many of us out here want to become discovered and we're starting to see that there's opportunity for all of us to be discovered before it was like, once you pass 25, if you wasn't discovered, mm -hmm. oh, people are throwing in the towel. Okay. <laughs> when I, if I could have, when I was young, I could have, if I was this, if I lose weight, if I did this, if I did that. But nowadays, now that we have the, 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 um, social media in our hands and so many other outlets, as you just described and out in our own hands, we have the opportunity to put it in our own hands. And you don't have to be discovered as an actress. You could be discovered as a fashion designer, discovered as so many other creative, as you said at the beginning, this now we're in the, the creative economy. Yeah. You know, it, it, this is just so beautiful. So anyone listening to this, that's totally in that creative space and they want to put themselves out there because I know not everyone wants to put themselves out there, but this conversation is for the person that wants to put themselves out there in whatever beautiful creative art that you have to offer, you know, and you have the opportunity in 2023. Can you give, you know, like, um, advice on what someone can do like the abc's one-on-one -on -one lesson um that a person can move towards to becoming discoverable so everybody mm -hmm. get your um, pen and paper let's take notes yeah first step <laughs> is clarity just okay. genie in a bottle be careful what you wish for so like let's get mm -hmm. crystal clear on what you want the result of mm -hmm. someone so what's the question is, is in podcasting, was that the question? Just the framework of the answer here. The, well, how, how could we leverage podcasting? How can anyone in any field become discoverable in um, oh, 2023? And well, I love the first one, become clear what you're trying clarity. to do. It, it, yeah. it starts with, the, so here's, there's two part answer to this. There's a, there's sort of like a five step that I'm going to give you and then an, an equation. The equation is what we shared already, right? It's that it's D discovery equals visibility to the power of sharing not even times the power of sharing but to the power of sharing mm -hmm. that's that's how significant one tiny little post can have mm -hmm. on your career if you under if you look at how much 0.1 percent comes out to when you do it to the power 
of, of, of a number of, of, of visibility. So the first thing I have to point out is like what, what I'm trying to do is not just make you visible, but make sure that you're getting the results that you aim to be. So first off, clarity. Second off, mindset. Mindset and strategy. Let's put these together. Mindset and strategy. Mindset, um, I'm a student in this category. I got to be honest. As a creative, <laughs> my mindset is my my secret weapon and my my mass weapon of destruction here. So I have to be I have to be careful about which way you know I feed it. That being said, I know that power can get me in the room. It can also get me out of the room. Mm. So mindset really helps me understand. Mindset for me means understanding of time. This is a weird thing for me, but like I get anxious when I don't think I'm going to have enough time to make impact. I mm-hmm. think I might have 10 hours of stories that I want to tell you to move the needle a tiny bit. And I try to cram everything in one second. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do actually was create a, an annualized content strategy. Every month, I have one word that I live. And by the way, it also triggers me when people say, I need a content strategy. Because I'm like, no mm-hmm. one needs a content strategy. They need a life strategy. Mm-hmm. We, don't need, we don't need better search terms for SEO so Google knows what we're doing. We need to use those words in everything we do. We need to put, that word should come out of our mouth in our questions so it comes back to us in our answers and it should be in the tools and the alchemy of the content we're creating. So mm-hmm. that, that to me is mindset and strategy. The mm-hmm. third part is tactics and inventory. Tactics is understanding how I'm going to move my strategy. Inventory is figuring out who's going to do it. And I focus on the who, not the how. Focus Mm -hmm. on collaborating with people, not with products that are run by people. I Mm -hmm. very rarely look to a hammer and say, who's your owner? And then go figure out, you know, so for me, it's all, and and also I'm relationship oriented and collaborative by nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I can, I know that I know that my superpower is also exponential, meaning that uh, I'm an amplifier multiplier. So it's not about what you and I can come up with together. It's how I can help tremendously amplify what you're doing in a global capacity. Uh, That's the difference of who, not how. Mm -hmm. And inventory allows me to do that. Uh, Last two steps, these tend to be the fun one, you know, development, pre-purpose comes into into to mind also pre-purpose development and pre-purpose so we've got our taxes in place we know we're, how we're going to launch the project we know how we're going to or we know how we're going to get a message out there or we know what we're going to talk about but how is it going to be received who's going to be the person that's going to be amplifying that for us this is pre-purpose mm-hmm. development and then the final stage is take inspired action the mm-hmm. most important part inspired action if it's not fun and meaningful to create it will not be fun and meaningful to watch. Yeah. So if, if you're looking to find a way to create something that you know is highly shareable, if, uh, if it's something that, that you feel called to create that actually feeds your energy after recording it, then that might be a great sign that it's high value and ready to make a big impact on someone else's life. And, and, and then you take these steps, clarity mindset you've surrounded yourself with the right people you have the right tools systems in place for this to go out mm-hmm. to and a single system mm-hmm. not, not omnipresent multi-channel you know yeah by the way and there's lots of pros and cons to be said about all of that um mm-hmm. over visibility if the content isn't shareable and again i'm always conscious of of shareable content yeah i like these five steps and i feel like you just gave me the outline to your book 
Funny you, you should did. mention that, perhaps. <laughs> yes, this is the <laughs> we'll have to play this. We'll have to play this episode right around then. But yeah, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's really brilliant. I appreciate yeah, that. Th- this is really this is really good, and I it, and I feel like each tactic could be expanded on so much. That's why I said to your book. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You have a book coming out, but I'm predicting. I, I, I'm manifesting it for you, even if you want it or not. <laughs> I appreciate that. I re- well, I got to I got to have a taste. Podmatch just came out with a book um, mm-hmm. this month. Pod, and, and at the end at the end of 2022, Podmatch, mm-hmm. which is a podcasting matchmaking platform, came out with a book called Guest Mastery, and I oh, got okay. to be one of the little one of the little uh, authors. Nice. I wrote the last chapter. Congratulations on Thank that! You very much. It was exciting. Congratulations. Finally published, and I couldn't. Here's the thing: I couldn't be prouder of this group of people that I'm a part of, especially in Podmatch, this community of podcasters that I just really have very high frequency vibes on. And um, Mm -hmm. it's really cool because uh, so many of the hosts that I meet through Podmatch have solid audiences. And I'm confident that Mm -hmm. our ability to connect connect and combine and collaborate audiences to build community when you have a focused group of people like we have at Podmatch, we have an ability to make a difference. And I get excited about that. Yay. Amazingness. So congratulations. Amazingness. Yes. <laughs> but that's not my book. And you're absolutely right, by the way. I'm picking yes. up what you're putting down. Yeah. And, and, and I love the, the last one because people may say, oh, I need to take action. I need to take action. But putting that keyword in front of it, it needs to be inspired action. Inspired. And it, Yes. And if we're moving into a platform that's our own platform, we don't have to go by play by someone else's rules. It's not going to happen. It's your not sustainable. <laughs> yeah. So in, in, in back in the days when you was working for your boss and then you wasn't inspired, you was just there for the paycheck. That's a different story. But when you're doing this for you, make sure that inspired in front of it, not just to say, I need to get this, get this out there. So this is, this was a great roadmap, clarity, mindset, ta- tactics, development, um, or the, the pre-purpose and mm-hmm. then the action. So I hope everyone took their notes. <laughs> the inspired action. We need to make that clear. Yeah, inspired inspired action. action. So and and like I said before, I asked you this question. I feel like so many so many people have an opportunity to become discovered nowadays from a from a fashion designer to an artist that just draws, you know, illustrations. Someone having a, a self-published book, you know, you don't have to be on a major network or be a movie star or an actress to be discoverable. You know, now you can have almost anything, you know, from A to Z on this earth to be discoverable. Now, my quest, my next question to you, even though I'm I'm prepping it up like everyone <laughs> now, go girl, go guys, like go everybody. That's it. I feel it. This. But you know, the question is, can everyone be discoverable? Do yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If, 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 absolutely. I think there it's not about an audience. It's mm-hmm. not about uh, a time and place. It's not about content. Discoverability is literally about the act of sharing after visibility. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people don't have to. So by the way, maybe someone might, maybe someone doesn't want to be discoverable, but they want their message to be discoverable. Mm-hmm. So you might say, well, how does my message become discoverable if I don't want to be discoverable? Well, that's where being a podcast guest is a brilliant strategy. Yeah. I mean, it costs a couple of bucks a month for me to have a Podmatch account, but that allows mm-hmm. me to meet awesome hosts like you that yeah. 
that take their time interviewing and researching and creating content and publishing it and editing it and putting the music to it. And I mean, I get it. I come from TV. I know how much work it takes to be a professional podcaster. I, that's why I call my, my podcast. I have a podcast because if <laughs> I can meet somebody and they're like, Oh, I have a podcast. I'm like, Ooh, you my people, because like, yes. if you know, if you get the strategy <laughs> and a budget and not a budget and mm -hmm. ads, but not ads and sponsorships and all the possibilities mm -hmm. and still put content out there, you know, despite all the fact that, you know, all what yeah. you know, you know, that's yeah. powerful. That's powerful. And that's someone who's going to be able to cut through the clutter of content. Mm -hmm. And um, let's say like social media continues to expand, podcasting continues to expand. I think that podcasting cuts through social media easier than great. I think podcasting cuts through social media better than social media cuts through social media, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. So I want to stand out on social media. I'm not necessarily going to try to stand out by creating more social media. I'm gonna do something social media related in podcasting that's going to make me stand out in social media mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to swim my way to a couple of million or thousands or the blue check and all those other things yeah. that brands put value on. And that's the truth of the creator economy is that that blue check mark and people's following that num numbers matter, you know, mm -hmm. on, that, on that thing, even though we all know a lot of it is fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see it nowadays. It's like, it's very clear. But, um, but, but it's it, fake it, to a point, it, you know, it's like people say reality TV is not real. I'm like, really? Because like in Housewives, when those two women hit each other and they, or they, trust me, those, just because it's on TV doesn't mean that, <laughs> that, that they're going to, that that's not real. Mm -hmm, it's just because, yeah. just because someone told them to have to do it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's, yeah. there's something comes from something i always believe That's like it. It, everything it, it has pop it. out of like thin air yeah so yeah so okay so, so i do i do i think everyone has the ability to get discovered i think everyone has the ability to have their voice discovered their their mm -hmm. their messages discovered um if you want to get your message discovered me and you don't want your voice connected to it maybe what you would do is connect with an artist here so here's the clarity is is imagine who needs to hear this message? Here's the mindset and strategy. Who could I, who, who could I be impacting? And what, how am I setting them up to impact? It's not about them mm -hmm. just seeing me in social. It's about them remembering that I'm the person that made this impact with the saying. The mm -hmm. tactics, the inventory are who do I need around me to get this out when it's time to go? Uh, development and pre-purposement is your distribution, aggregation, publishing, amplification strategy. Mm -hmm. um, and then your inspired action is is kind of almost the easiest part because, because you've worked through the mm -hmm. clarity, the goal, the vision. You have a team in place. You have a system in place that you can show up and just be like, the message is, you know, X, Y, Z. And trust that mm -hmm. the boundaries, the people that you've put in place will serve the greater good. And, and if it doesn't, you know, then there's refinement and maybe, maybe we, someone we thought was going to help us, isn't really helping us. You know, some, yeah. some, I've noticed some people, some, some people are, are innately negative, you know, mm -hmm. they're just naturally come from a place of no, uh, I've always come from a place of, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like that space. That's grace. That's grace. By the way, if you're yeah. asking me that, I don't know, I, it took me a long term, yeah. a long time 
to learn, I don't know, by the way. Yeah. Teenage Vinny as the oldest sibling of, you know, I had to know everything. I knew nothing, by the way. So, like, <laughs> and there was no internet to fact check back then. So, yeah. The Wild West. <laughs> the same encyclopedia my dad West. learned from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, when you were just going over your five, um, your, your roadmap of the five, you know, what do we five call it? Five steps. Yeah. yeah. Like, what am I calling mm -hmm. it? You know, um, with mindset, I also saw mindset in another way as well, too, even though it can be every one of them could be expanded on in so many yeah. ways. But, you know, now that you made the clarity when I said, can anyone be discoverable? And you said yes. For that person that had those self-limiting thoughts about themselves, I feel like that's the mindset shift. Everyone in 2023 really has the opportunity to be discoverable if they really want to be and it's about the mindset to know to uh, remove the self-limiting thoughts of like oh well I don't really look like this person or maybe that's not for me but if you want people to see what you have to offer just go for it you know the put that mindset in there that it is for you because the mind the energy is powerful so if we're telling ourselves we're not good enough to present our own art, um, then the universe kind of listens. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, the people around you certainly do. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then if they if you don't believe you're worthy of putting your content out there, then of course they're gonna go with the flow of what you say. say. Not everyone's gonna be there and try to be your hype man if you can't hype yourself up. So well, I just, no one wants to be wrong, right? Yeah. No one wants to be, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I just want to um, really put that reminder out there that, yeah, you know, beautiful. those self-limiting <laughs> thoughts yeah. are real and not, you know, and hold, have grace for yourself. You said grace a few minutes ago. So yeah. have grace for yourself and understand that you are worthy of allowing yourself to be discoverable if that's the route that you want to go. And yeah. you, you started to mention ways that you can be discoverable. And one of the ways is like, putting yourself on podcast. Mm -hmm. um, can you give us like a checkoff list of different ways um, people can be discoverable there? They can put themselves on podcasts. They can yeah, they can be a guest on podcasting, sure. Uh, how yeah. about awards, winning awards? awards? Winning awards are a great way to get discovered. It gives visibility. Awards in the workplace, you know, best sales, best this. You can you imagine, uh, you know, in high school, we have superlatives and, you know, uh, in, in college, we have... Uh, maybe uh, student government and, mm -hmm. and other types of superlatives as a student, right? That have always award and incentivized us athletes. And yeah. that this gives us structure. Awards are an annualized structural way for us to be mm -hmm. acknowledged. Mm -hmm. uh, winning an Emmy isn't a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's a once in a year opportunity. Yeah. Ooh, Let that I sink like in. That said that. And, and do I spy an Emmy? Do you see my little lady you? right here? Do I, oh, see, do I spy her, an right? Emmy back there? And I, I don't, it be looks, prouder. huh? And I feel like it's another award. I don't, is there another award next to it? I can't really see. No, there is. I have a couple. My, I actually have a, uh, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Uh, W3, a communicator award, a goat award, which is actually in the shape of a goat. And I make, I pretend like my Emmy. I'm playing Barbies with my Emmy and my go to work. Yes. I pretend like they hang out. Um, 25 years in media, and I won my first Emmy last year. By the wow. way, from from my guest room where I'm recording this podcast right now. Wait a minute. So, so you won an Emmy for your podcast? No, I won an Emmy for uh, it's a documentary called Red Flags, uh, and it's about a woman's journey after rehab. So mm -hmm. where most stories about addiction 
especially like intervention and mm -hmm. at the intervention, like they, or, or they focus on the intervention and they end happily ever after they went into rehab and as yeah. someone who um, as a has had family members in and out of his entire life through that system, I was always sensitive to the red flags yeah um that came out as i didn't want to be an enabler i only wanted to be a supporter i mm -hmm. wanted to be more of a supporter i was focused more on being a supporter than i was being less of an enabler but the red flags helped me and them so it's called red flags oh, and nice. it's a project i'm so proud of and i won it with um kevin harrington who was one of the original sharks in shark tank and is the man who created sort of like the tv infomercial jeff hoffman Mm -hmm. um, an amazing philanthropist who was the CEO of Priceline, uh, Brandon T. Adams and his wife, uh, Samantha, who who really just I, it's, a, it's a great group of people. And I couldn't be prouder mm -hmm. to have this milestone accomplishment that, by the way, changes the entire perception of my career, if you ask me, because I go from being a former talent executive, a former MTV employee, you know, yeah. a, a former TV, blah, 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 for 20 years to an Emmy award winning TV, for, former TV executive, or yeah. as I, I call myself now a creator economist, because I really have had a front line to the creator economy my entire career. I've, I've worked with every major storyteller um, mm -hmm. that passed through MTV, even Beyonce. I got to audition her for, for Carmen, a hip opera back in the nineties and like just to be in room with greatness. Like, yeah. And, and those are, by the way, that's a, it's not a red flag, but it's a, a white flag that I'm, I'm waving. I don't know, purple flag, whatever color flag. It's a flag that I'm waving around saying like, Hey, if you remember these moments, these nostalgic moments in, mm -hmm. in the nineties, so do I, and I remember, yeah. I like just like talking, sharing those shared experiences. Oh, so beautiful. Um, where can we find red flags? Uh, Red Flags is currently not available. So depending on, how about this? The, the answer to that question is somewhere on my, in, is on my feed, um, but we're currently not on air right now. As a documentary, we were on Bespoke TV was the original okay. place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, do you know if it'll be like, if Netflix or somebody we, will pick it up soon? We are looking at a couple. So one of the ways that we're looking to amplify the documentary is through festivals. So we're okay, strategically yeah. looking at some film festivals in 2023 that might mm -hmm. be able to give us more impact. I also think that, um, let's see, I don't know. How to, yeah, this, this, this comes out. The you want to share too much. You don't no, but if it comes out, like, I would say it this way. Um, I think what we did as a documentary, okay. I think people should create documentaries instead of pilots. And I think they should air those documentaries on viable platforms and get awards for those documentaries and let those documentaries see the light of day yeah. and, and focus more on representation over perfection. Like, don't worry about it being perfect, but worry yeah. about getting in the conversation yes. and then take that documentary format mm -hmm. to network. So like, for example, Catfish came out with the, the movie, the documentary Catfish, and then they took that concept and brought it to MTV and there was a TV version of it. So what okay. I'm not trying to do is create something that a TV network can buy. What I am trying to do is create something that a TV network can license or leverage, but I'm not looking to release content anymore. I'm not looking to create something and let it go. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. So that's why a, sort of a complicated answer there but that's <laughs> that's where i'm going that's where i'm going with this one so and, and this is beautiful because you've been in this industry for over 25 years and um and you you know what's going on but you at the same time it's a journey because 
you're still working on being discoverable. Like you have this Emmy award winning documentary and the journey is still going because oh, yeah. the journey is going with bringing the documentary to more to more eyes and so on. So we never end this journey. So like, even though you may be listening to this and be like, okay, I think I'm going to master this, you know, being discovered thing. No, no, you're going to be on the journey of being discovered because guess what? Just mm-hmm. as we were in the influencer economy before, now the influencers are becoming the creative economy and, and you know, it's this world is constantly evolving. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to constantly just always keep up leveling our game to understand, okay, this is what I need to go, do now in this direction because what happened in 2005 is different from what's happening in 2022. And, you know, and that's, you know, going to be with our lives at the same time. So thank you for that, that story about um, Red Flags because it was just a reminder that it doesn't stop. We're constantly working towards being discoverable. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so by the way, so, so all, that, all that being said, awards, yeah. awards, a great way yeah. to stand out. Credits. By the way, if you have a podcast, if you're a baker, a lawyer, a candlestick maker, and you have a podcast, mm-hmm. you can bring your podcast to imdb.com, the internet movie database. It's owned by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Most of us know that, that we can go there for TV and film. Some of us don't know that we can put our podcasts up there as intellectual property, which means you get executive producer credit. And if you write your episodes and if you edit your episodes and your guests get credit, here's the best part, you give credit to your designers and your editors and anyone who gets to help you with your team. And there's, there's so many positive things that come with it. It's completely free. Wow. And it is something that will impact your Google search. You'll see it almost mm-hmm. in two weeks. You'll see it very quickly. And wow. I have a full documentation on how to get your podcast listed on IMDb for completely free. You do not need to pay for IMDb Pro or any specialty account. Um, but credits, credits are a great way to stand out and, and get discovered. Mm. It's why we use them in TV, you know, and 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 in traditional sort of media. And this is something that I think podcasters might do an audio version of credits at the end of their episodes. But most aren't taking that and turning it into a data point that Google can recognize and wow. start sharing with the ecosystem. Oh, okay. And, w- and you said you have a document on it? On yeah, your yeah. If you come to vpe.tv uh, slash hub, H-U-B, um, that's where I have my creator hub. And everything that I'm talking about is documented. 99 awards, or I, I took over 100 awards worthy of winning. Uh, mm-hmm. a podcast or a, a creator platforms that pay. I make... 500 to a couple of thousand dollars a month because my name is on a list and brands that don't know me check with the platforms that have my name on the list. And sometimes my name comes up and sometimes I apply and sometimes it works out and it looks, you know, like I have a shaving kit that I have to talk about on Instagram, but I take it as a creative challenge to take Mm -hmm. podcasting and shaving into a conversation because it's all for me, all about podcasting and all about sustaining my podcasting message. So I look for opportunities to get paid from the influencer economy and I bring it into my creator economy via podcasting and I make sure that my podcasting bears the fruits of the labor. Okay. So when you said the, um, with about getting paid, that, Mm -hmm. that is a platform for advertisement. You mean, uh, sponsorship, not advertising. I mean, sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Sponsored ads. Yeah. They they can kind of see um, some of them, by the way, uh, Maverick is one of them. Four is one of them. There's a there's a couple of platforms that really you know stand out. Um, mm-hmm. It's an eighty twenty rule for me. Like I probably 
80, probably between Maverick and Four are the two platforms that I probably have been the most successful at. Um, yeah. But by the way, I got paid to do something on Facebook because I had an account that I wasn't using. What do you mean you had an account you wasn't using? And and well, I'm trying to think about how I'm allowed to say this. So I'm not allowed to talk about, I can say the client, but I can't say the price, but I got paid enough to go back to, so Meta hired Maverick to mm -hmm. find me. Maverick submitted me, I filled out a form, Meta picked me through Maverick, Meta pays Maverick and then Maverick pays me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to write, I had to post three Facebook reels um, on my business page a week. That's what I had to do. Oh, nice. Okay. So to so do you... that, all I did was use my podcast footage. So I used all my content with Mandy Moore and mm -hmm. Jamie Lynn Sigler and Ananda Lewis and Danielle Fischel and all the mm -hmm. people that I shot my podcast with. And I was like, great, I have content. And now yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I monetize my podcast. Yeah, nice. Okay. And okay, so you're giving us a lot of great information. Get be a guest on podcasts, look into getting awards, get the credits, um, go ahead and get your sponsorships. Yeah. Is there anything else that someone should be looking towards um just putting themselves out there? Yeah, like every good DJ or like Celine Dion, they get you know, you get a residency. Residencies oh. <laughs> are brilliant ways to connect, high level ways to connect with an audience. To say that here I am, here you can find me, here's where you can access me on an extremely heightened, consecutive, and consistent yeah. basis. Mm -hmm. And we can create our own residencies on Clubhouse, on LinkedIn Audio Live, yeah. on Instagram Live. The importance of being consistent and being live, being accessible to our core, mm -hmm. our core. It's not even yeah. fans, but just to our core. So that's something yeah. that some people wait around and they say, oh, you know, I can't have a show until I X, Y, Z. No, it's not. representation, mm -hmm. representation over perfection. Get yeah. in the conversation because when there's too many voices, you know, on stage and only one person is still the only one mic, as mm -hmm. they say in Clubhouse, yeah. then yeah. the conversation no longer can go your way because the, respectfully, there's, you know, many voices in it. So I really think representation over perfection. And it's, it's been mm -hmm. something that allows me as a, I use that in casting a lot. I was mm -hmm. like, you know what, they're not perfect, but they're much better than anything I've seen. And I got to just let the, I got to let the network or my client know what I'm seeing, because mm -hmm. maybe it'll change what they're looking for when they realize what I'm seeing, you know, out here. Yeah. So again, that's the representation over perfection. Yeah, you know, I, I love everything you had to say. And um but, yeah, like I I'm taking notes. I'm like, okay, this is definitely a <laughs> noteworthy episode. And you know, one last question I think I want to ask you before because you know, before we start to end today's show, a lot of people may be like, Okay, I understand everything you're saying, but I want to be on the today show. How do I get to mass media? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh so if you want to get on mass media as an expert, for example, well, first mm -hmm. off, I'm going to tell you get on IMDb because I know for a fact that when those news producers are looking to see if you've ever had live television experience before, they're yeah. going to go and look there. They're going to see that you've done hours on local television, that you've been consistent, that you've been invited back. That, so IMDb is one of those places where they're going to actually turn and look. Mm -hmm. um you know there's a couple of ways to answer this question um 
specifically about the Today Show because of how NBC works. Um, you can pitch to the you can pitch to the show. Uh, there are producers. Watch the end credits. There are producers mm-hmm. that specialize in this. Reach out to them, but don't pitch your story. Pitch yourself as a source. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, I've got I've got fifteen ideas a month with this type of output. Here's what I've done in the past. I see that. Let's, let's see. I see that um, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I see that the spring is coming up, and I thought maybe you'd want to approach this conversation. It's yeah. not here's X. You want to give them. That's how you have to pitch the story, and you have yeah. to be a source. You have to be a trusted source to get on that. There are mm-hmm. now. That's the that's the end of that answer. The beginning of that answer is start local. You really mm-hmm. really should. If you want to be on the Today Show, you should be guesting. And I hate to be a repeat broken record, but you should be guesting on podcasts. Yeah. Because the guesting on podcasts is going to turn to guesting on radio, is going mm-hmm. to turn to guesting on local news, is going to mm-hmm. be turned to is going to be turned to guesting on national radio, is going mm-hmm. to turn to guesting on national platforms. And yeah. and also trust the process. Like mm-hmm. I laugh because Last. like I am not ready for it. I've been I've actually been on the Today Show a couple of times in some in some some unique situations supporting other experts because mm-hmm. I love being part of the story. But yeah. I am not ready to go on. I, I talk too much. I, I'm I enjoy the process. I'm a little chatty and creative and all the things that don't work for TV. You know, so I'm getting there and sl- slowly but surely I'm I'm not too hard on myself. I give myself lots of grace to uh-huh. let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. But um that that being said, uh I know that I, I'm not ready. Um I know that I'm not ready for today's show because I know that if they would ask me to do it five days a week, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Not now. At this at this stage of the game. Well, I think a lot well, of respect to those people. Carson, oh, yeah, I mean, I've seen them. Like, I know how they work. That's like, psh. yeah, five days a week. That's 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 I guess being the your that your residency. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Like if someone wants yeah. just to get on there just to talk about whatever they want to talk about with their brand it's like if they're selling clothing or they have a book or they want to talk about it just one time so they can try to get like the masses in other places outside of the oh if that's the situation then collaborate with somebody who's already on the today show because i don't believe that you would get on if in a one-off situation if that Mm -hmm. unless it was special programming so on the fourth hour of the day show is where they'll do book reviews. Like there are certain times, I guess. Yeah. It depends on what hour you want to be on. But I'm imagining the mm-hmm. first or second hour are probably the two that you want to be on if you're going to yeah. be <laughs> in between Savannah and Hoda. I was, I got to meet Savannah, I got to meet Hoda and Kathy Lee and my friend, um, Josh McBride, a, a brilliant host who specializes in simplifying segments. And he had this men's fashion segment. And he was like, Vin, I need like a right, you know, I'm like regular size model, I guess. He's like, I need a regular size, regular looking kind of guy to be. And I was like, I'm regular looking. Oh, it was so about now you like, got model under your belt now? No, I got, I'll send you, by the way, you want to laugh? I'll send you, I have a little, I have a little, <laughs> I made my sizzle reel. The the segment, they it was like, we had to dress like celebrities and the celebrity they dressed me as is David Beckham. So it was even better because... <laughs> Kathy Lee and Hoda were were Kathy Lee and Hoda. It was like a golden the golden era of of that show. So um, mm-hmm. I'll send you the clip. It was a fun. It stands out. It stands out. But but Josh specializes in simplifying the segments, mm-hmm. and he has a relationship with that network and that show and those producers. And he does you know probably one or two a year 
on a bunch of different shows, and especially on the locals too. So, um, but start local and start yeah. with podcasting. To be really honest, especially now that I just explained how podcasting can make its way to IMDb, and mm -hmm. those producers yeah. are looking on IMDb. They would rather you be a legal expert who podcasts than a podcaster who's a legal expert, if that makes sense, right? Like you okay. can appear, you appear exotic in IMDb as an accountant, as a non-creative job. And this is the way that I can get you into the platform, if you ask me, that is the, the platform for the creator economy to be on, more so than any other social network. Well, maybe not. Maybe social network is pretty important, but if you're looking for long form, valuable content, I think that IMDb is the way to go. Yeah, this has been really, really helpful because, you know, a lot of guests that I have on the show, which is great, it's a lot of mindset, like, you know, you're worthy, you're enough, you can do this, but you gave us like, okay, go to this website, do this, do that. You mm. gave us like <laughs> some Oh yeah, All about, look, there's a lot of strategy out there and I think some of it's good and I think some of it's great. Mm -hmm. uh, mindfully, I don't want to put strategy out there. I just want to put good tactics out there. I want to help yeah. people sharpen their tools. They already, they already have a good sense of what their north is. And, and as I learn to grow and as I flourish in this like creator economy and figure out a way to make impact, I will. But right now, I think I can stand out by, by sharing stronger, better, cleaner, clearer tactics than mm -hmm. adding more strategy. Yeah. Adding more strategy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I thank you so much. But um, yeah, but I don't want to let you go yet because. <laughs> I don't want to let you go because I, I have to ask you, what does becoming unique mean to you? Oh, it's a journey. It just, it's, it's everything mm -hmm. that I strive for. It's, you know, uh, it's funny. You, it, the unique, funny, it's funny how weird, triggering the word unique is to me, actually. Um, being unique was so important to me that there was a part of, of my defense mechanism in my 20s where I didn't want to be compared to anybody. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be told I wasn't a good, as good as this person or as good as that, or other people were doing different things. Like I didn't, I never really appreciated being easily compared just because I don't, I don't like being, I don't like feeling like, I don't know, some, I got to figure this out. There's some, something happened somewhere where I just don't like that feeling. Mm -hmm. I learned to remove that that part of it so that I can just thrive and and like I don't get caught up in numbers and I don't get caught up in, I get caught up in shares though I look I look at shares I look I look to see who's you know I have a blog and I'm asking people to share it I search for that headline and when I see that headline pop up in people's feeds I am so excited and I reach out to yeah. them and I can't wait to join the convo because it's not just about putting content out there it's about boomeranging it. It's about having some of that come back to me. That's yeah. why I like talking about the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. That's gone. You know, that ship has sailed. But if I can talk about it and we can live back, you mm -hmm. remember where you were when the Janet Jackson Nipplegate thing happened? You know, like, <laughs> I was there. We have a lot to talk about. And, um, but yeah, it, yeah. it sounds like you, you know, you understood your uniqueness from the beginning. Um, because you said you didn't mm. like it compared to anyone else. So you understood that you wanted to walk into in your own lane. Yeah. And 
and, and sometimes a lot of times in, well, not sometimes, I feel like a lot of times in our society, a lot of us are just kind of like following what someone else is doing. Oh, you know, so-and-so is doing it this way. And it's like, you think you need to start going in that path instead of finding what your unique path is in your life, your individual path. And so it sounds like you've been walking in your unique journey since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I guess maybe think some part to some of the decisions my parents made for me that. Mm -hmm. They didn't mean to make, but they did. And it's just, that's just how that's it rolled. That's how I took it. Yeah, right. That's how I took it. We have and, to have them. into my own reality. Yeah, we have to have those experiences, truly. Unique, so, man. I, my dad was, is, is Vincent Salvatore Potestivo. So, I, you know, I, he's always, he was always Vinny Potestivo. So um, he's Vinny with a Y. I'm Vinny with an IE. I think I, I read somewhere that IE is feminine. In, in French and Italian. So I thought it would be cool if I changed the Y at the end so I can kind of give a hint in the early 90s when I couldn't so tell you anybody about it myself. Or did yeah, I just, you no, I changed the spelling on my name. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I got to college. So I thought your parents was trying to be savvy and was like, no. okay, I got the Y, so I'm giving you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish. No, that was me. Actually, I think some of it had to do with Publishers Clearinghouse and an outstanding, a couple of outstanding <laughs> CDs that I may have Lick the, <laughs> the penny and had a, st a yes, stamp, five, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, else? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, well, they shouldn't. I remember, I just remember telling my dad, well, they shouldn't be selling CDs to minors. I just yeah. remember that coming out. And I was like, oh, you little privileged kid. You are going to learn a lesson, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This has been truly amazing, Vinny. I thank you so, so much for showing yeah, up you. to become a unique podcast. I uh, thank you for letting me be unique and letting me in this space and, and for what you've created. I appreciate it. Yay. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Vinny, for showing up for the Become a Unique podcast. Be sure to check out Vinny's podcast. It's called I Have a Podcast. Yep, that's the name of his podcast. I Have a Podcast. All the details will be in the show notes. And before I end today's show, I just want to make an announcement that... I will be releasing a YouTube video this week. So make sure you are tuned in to the Become a Unique podcast on YouTube. So yes, you guys have an amazing week and I will see you over at YouTube.